0: killed my parents. What? Oh.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? Huh? I made you. You made me first. Hey, Bad Bray. I mean, I was a kid when I killed your parents. I mean, I say I made you, you gotta say you made me. How childish can you get, huh? You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses on, would you?
0: Huh? Come back once again, Popheads. This is issue 177 of the Tomcast Podcast, coming to you from inside the Osiris Spindle. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality independent pop culture podcast. Please make sure you're following us on social media at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomcastPodcast at gmail.com. Please make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all your friends, family, loved ones, people who owe you money, and people that you owe money to. And if you get a chance on Apple Podcast, please leave us those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They are so tremendously helpful for getting out, spreading the word, and helping us defeat the algorithm. Well, we have a big show for you today. A fun show, I should say. I don't know if big is the right word, necessarily, but a fun show planned for you. Uh, We've we got a little bit of news to talk about. We want to have a, a few news topics for you today. And because of the way the schedule's worked out, we're going to be able to talk about uh, the latest episode of What If... You know, Marvel's What If, the one airing currently on Disney+, Disney Plus, and the second uh, ch- installment, chapter, whatever you want to call it, uh, dropped last night, right? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, last night, I guess, at midnight. And we're going to be able to talk about it today, because our recording schedule allows us the convenience to do so. And we're also going to get into the movie uh, Boss Level that's, ex- that's uh, streaming exclusively on Hulu. And so maybe you've had a chance to check out Boss Level, maybe you haven't. But uh, for for both of these these big kind of reviews for Episode 2 of What If and Boss Level, uh, they are going to be spoiler-filled. We're going to talk about plot details and, and some of the, the, the nitty-gritty of all these episodes. So make sure you've watched these episodes first. Watch that movie first. Uh, then come back to the podcast when you want to hear the review and you want to kind of uh, hear us talk about it and get into the nitty-gritty of it. Let me kind of read the particulars for Boss Level. Again, it's airing. Uh, airing. It is streaming exclusively on Hulu. It uh, is written by Chris and Eddie Borey with a screenplay by Joe Carnahan. Uh, The Borey brothers also helped on that screenplay. The movie is directed by Joe Carnahan. And we have quite the cast for you on this one. We have Frank Grillo, Mel Gibson, Naomi Watts, Will Sasso. And that's kind of the big ones. Michelle Yeoh is in this one. Ken Jeong. A a, a cast of very, very familiar characters. Particularly if you are a fan of other Joe Carnahan movies, you will definitely recognize a lot of the people who... Uh, are in this flick. They have uh, Carnahan has a couple of uh, regulars, if you will. So, yeah, familiar faces. If you if you are a fan of, of his work, his prior films, it's a unique movie. It's a time loop movie. Time loop movies are all the rage right now. So we are going to get into it and talk about all that good stuff. And I can't wait to talk about about this uh, new episode of What If because uh, you know last week I did have I while I enjoyed the episode overall, I did have some concerns with the series moving forward. Uh, and at least with this episode, I, I, got, I got kind of what I was hoping I'd get out of, the, out of the series in this one. So we'll talk about that in more detail on the other side of the bump. But now it's time to do the important thing that we always have to do, and that is thank the official members of Pophead Nation for keeping the lights on, making sure this show gets better and better every single week with their support, knowing that these people are here, they're behind me, and they're making sure that they're, they're poking me with tridents to, to get the show better and better every single week. You can become an official member at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPodcast. You can join the nation, gain access to the sweet bonus content. Thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, Jeff co-hosting The and Ear. Check them out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squid Master General, Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Holly Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, and coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. And of course, the Beer Hop Brigadier General. Hey Zeus Beer Hops. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the love and support. We couldn't do the show without it. So so let's 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 have a show, shall we? You know what to do. It's that time. I want you to sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and buckle up again. Let's go.
1: Up and atom. Up and at them. 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 Better. All right.
0: Joining us via the power of the internet. God bless the internet. Reagan from the CoSG podcast is here. He's going to step in. Phil, well, I don't know want to say Phil, but he's going to keep Roger's seat warm for another week. Uh, Reagan, how the heck are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Greetings, programs.
0: You guys uh, just dropped a new episode this week. Uh, tell the good people what they can look forward to on your
1: show right now. Uh, we just dropped 1999's *The Mummy*. The Brendan Fraser, um, Rachel Weiss. Weiss. Rachel, Rachel Weiss. Weiss. I don't know why I wanted to say Helen. Like that's not even her name in the movie. And I just watched this movie. Stephen uh, Sommers directed. Yeah, Stephen Sommers. Kevin J. O'Connor, yeah, yeah, O'Connell, yeah. and Benny uh, himself.
0: <laughs> who's playing the mummy in that movie? I can't even remember. What's that guy's name? Arnold Vosloo. Arnold Vosloo, who's the, the second Dark Man, most famously. Everyone says that. Is that what you guys like? Dark Man heads remember him as? Yeah, man. Well, you know, like Liam wasn't coming back for parts two and three that were direct to video, yeah. so they had to get oh, Arnold I, Vosloo
1: to put the bandages on. I mean, I guess, but I would get like. He was in a he was a twenty four villain. Yes. In season three, which one of the best they did. That, but he's always the mummy to me, or Zartan, if you really <laughs> want to get nasty with it. <laughs> I, I did want to ask you one question about your
0: episode. <laughs> yeah. I, when it came up on my on my feed on my Podcatcher. <laughs> uh huh. I was like, I saw the title. I was like, did they watch the Phantom Menace? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I'm guessing I have to listen to the episode to get the, the pod,
1: the pod. That's not reference. really a star Wars reference in it. It would, just has to deal with sand also. And it was late for my producer who is naming this episode because, uh, Yarn Champ was asleep. <laughs> And, <laughs> I love
0: looking behind the curtain. This is a fantastic Yeah, this is an old people
1: behind the curtain. Sometimes Yadda Champ just goes to sleep and trusts his faithful producer <laughs> that he can handle it. And he did a great job. It's a great title. It is a Star Wars theme. And there's a couple Star Wars drops in the episode. Fantastic.
0: I'm looking yeah. forward to listening to it. I didn't get a chance to listen to it today. I was uh, uh, busier than expected. How dare you. I know. but you know, you I mean, know
1: download, it, subscribe, rate, review. I downloaded
0: it. I just haven't listened yeah. yet. You got the download though.
1: Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> At Coach G Pod on Instagram and Twitter, there they are. At Coach G Pod or Pod dot com. You've been on the show enough. You knew that question was coming next.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a couple. Like this is not like deep sixty minutes. You know, Inside Edition news shit. Just some mm-hmm. kind of fun things to talk about on the podcast today. Right. The first one involves everyone's. I, I want to say everyone's favorite Batman, Michael Keaton. Coming back More, to be Batman, coming back to be the Vulture?
1: I would say he's the Batman from my youth. Okay, okay. I wouldn't say like Christian Bale's Batman is probably my favorite Batman. Even when he talks like this? Yeah, even when he does it when he's by, by himself.
0: <laughs> he's into it. I'm not knocking the Christian Bale Batman. I am a big fan of that Batman. But yeah, I do, lo- I do love me the Michael Keaton Batman, I'm not going to lie.
1: What about Val Kilmer?
0: we're not. No, we're not talking about that. We're not going to talk about Jeremy, We're not talking about Clooney. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but Michael Keaton is in the news. He's he's doing. He's making the rounds. Like he did a big. Uh, they did a big piece on him. I think in the Hollywood Reporter, and he's talking about coming back to be Batman. He's talking about uh, becoming the Vulture again for the Morbius movie. Which I think I even forgot the news that he was in that.
1: I didn't even know he was in that. I read that today and was like, "Is that a
0: spoiler? I wonder. Did you the just sneak
1: spoil me? <laughs>
0: I had the same thought. I was like, I bet I just forgot because that movie was supposed to come out like two years ago. I know. <laughs> I, I probably
1: also have forgotten, but excited.
0: But the the fun part of the article is is Michael Keaton admitting that these writers and directors would sit him down and try to explain their very complicated, uh, you know, interlocking movies and in the, in the 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 multiverses in which his characters exist in, and him basically just nodding his head and being like, "Yep, yep, okay." And then being like, you don't understand any of this. He's like, nope. Not even a little bit. (laughs) Not even
1: close. Apparently he read the script three times. Yeah, the Flash one seemed to be the one that was very perplexing. Uh, I'm sure. And I'm happy he's back. I will believe this movie exists when I see a trailer.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's fair. I mean, with all the the director changes and, and all the stuff this movie's gone through for the last four or five years. That makes a ton of sense. I I'm, I I understand yeah. where you're coming from.
1: That's because wasn't it the original release date? It was supposed to be the year after Batman v Superman, right? Uh, you know, I,
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't say for sure because they were flipping out. You know, Warner Brothers are flipping out when when people were, were uh, reviewing that when the reviews were coming in for that movie and the box office was, was so disappointing. I think they they hit the brakes pretty hard on all Whoa, their oh, productions. Yeah.
1: All right, but before it was really, – I think that was one of the next – schedule, or, you know, scheduled for, like, a year out of that movie. Yeah,
0: I, I think so. I mean, I think it was, really like, maybe uh, – I think – and I think maybe initially, and I could be wrong about this, but, like, somewhere between Wonder Woman and Aquaman, I thought. Or, yeah, like, maybe I mean, right after Aquaman.
1: Right. right okay, maybe, maybe that's right. And that
0: was almost three years ago at this point, for God's yeah.
1: sake. Yeah, I mean, well, at this point, Ezra Miller's going to be, like, 65 years old by the time he plays Barry Allen. Well, again. he's,
0: he's going to go back in time to get
1: his youth back. Yeah, he's going to have to. <laughs> he's going to have to.
0: But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just a funny story to me, I, and I mean, Michael Keaton is just such a professional actor. Like, I don't think he needs to know the intricacies of his of this multiversal crap. Like, this is for no. him. that That's for the fans. That's for us.
1: Yeah, you know, he, he doesn't give a shit.
0: Michael Keaton's gonna show up and be awesome. He knows how to be the vulture. His vulture is fantastic. Yeah, it's it's one of the best ones in favorite like
1: extended universe since it's not technically. You know I mean, MCU. I mean, it is, but it's
0: it, it is, but it's I mean, on the
1: outside. <laughs> I
0: don't. If it's got Tom Holland in it, I consider it pretty pretty yeah. plugged in. But yeah, this Morbius one is is more off to the side. That's that's for sure.
1: There's a picture of Spider-Man in that trailer that I saw eight years ago. Yeah,
0: exa- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Even Jared Leto doesn't remember being in that
1: movie. No, <laughs> he's like he's uh, probably moved on to whatever he's doing next. He's like, I was a vampire. What? Okay. <laughs> At the beginning of the pandemic, wasn't he in like a yurt or something, and came back and was like, "Wait, what? What happened?" He had, yeah, he had like an out of body experience. and Did apparently was in Morbius after he's like, "What?" Yeah, like he unplugged <laughs> and then came back, and the world was on fire.
0: Yeah, and again, I, you know when Michael Keaton was Batman, I, I think the last thing anyone anyway, was talking about was it was a big multiversal DC universe. So I don't think he has to worry about that either. I don't think it's going to affect his performance. Not understanding
1: all this other crap. No, because the comic movies that were coming out then were garbage. <laughs> yes.
0: Wait, are but, you saying Billy Zane's The Phantom was garbage?
1: Wait, I mean, you know I love Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> and, so I won't say that. But I I saw, like, Superman 4.
0: Oh, the quest for peace?
1: Yeah. With keep, Nuclear Man. Like, on, that's a, a keep, hot
0: steaming pile of garbage. Keep on questing. That's what it should have been yeah. called.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the you know the Punisher, Dolph Lundgren Punisher, yeah. What was that? Eighty? Is that eight? Or Is that ninety? I think it was ninety. Oh, see, they still fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> or it Was eighty? No, it might have
0: been eighty-nine. I'm trying to think what came first, the, the 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 Dolph Lundgren Punisher or that crappy nineteen? I think it was the nineteen ninety Captain America
1: movie. I think Punisher might have been the year before oh, that. That is a hot. That's garbage too. Oh yeah. You know the Fantastic Four movie. Mm hmm. Okay that wasn't that wasn't actually released that was just to keep the rights was it actually released
0: no there's a whole conspiracy theory about that that it it uh, uh the that a lot of powers that be kind of swung in to get that movie shelved so that they could make uh the Raimi Spider-Man movies good call <laughs>
1: Because I, as someone who's watched that, I mean, it might be the best version of Doctor Doom in film. It's a little so far. It's, it's a, it's. I, I'm to remember, I can't remember the name of
0: the documentary I watched where that where they kind of went down that road. Yeah, um, I've watched it as well. But it's, it's, it's it gets a little conspiracy theory at the end, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if this is true or not, but it makes for an interesting story at the
1: very least. I mean, I get. I I totally believe that they wanted to do it to keep the rights to the characters, mm-hmm. but not actually put it out. So they did it as cheaply as possible. And I've seen the movie, and I believe that wholeheartedly because it costs $7 or whatever <laughs> to make that movie. True. And it looks it. Yeah. Although I would still say it's better than that Captain America movie. Oh, that is that is
0: not – that is a bad, bad movie. If uh, if any Patreons are listening in there and remember, I, I did a commentary track for that movie. and, oh. I <laughs> and uh, So you hate your Patreon. <laughs> No, it was really Adrian's funny. Head. I was, I was, I, I was kind of a MST3K in that movie. Oh, it got. I, was, I mean, is there any other way to watch it? No, cause I was ripping I was like, I was like, how many cars is Captain America going to steal in this movie? He's <laughs> just like carjacking people left and right. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean,
1: he says in what Winter Soldier that he learned how to steal cars in Germany. <laughs> See, don't that links it to that movie, that, Tom. Oh, wait, just wait
0: for the the Multiverse of Madness when they make it part of uh, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Roddy Cox will be the president Ned Beatty will be his journalist friend uh, R.I.P. Ned Beatty there it is oh. <laughs> well hey listen since we're talking about Captain America Reagan it's official despite, <laughs> despite him not even knowing they announced that Captain America 4 Anthony Mackie has signed on the dotted line he is now contractually obligated to be in Captain America 4
1: did they say what type of movie deal it was no, there's not a lot of details on that. Marvel... Or like you know, normally they, for the the main people they normally like they signed a you know a Samuel L. Jackson back in the day when he signed a what seemed insane like ten movie deal, mm-hmm. even though there were little cameos in most of them.
0: Yeah, but apparently so I
1: didn't know there were like five movies, so it's like you know two caps and like an Avengers movie or something. You know,
0: now, I mean, obviously they don't disclose that sort of thing. Yeah. Not generally. I mean, sometimes people it'll get out there that you know X Y Z actor is, is signed for X amount of stuff. You know, especially at the beginning when it was like, okay, they definitely want him for like three of their movie, their characters, movies, and any Avengers stuff. But uh, but I mean, there's 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 a story that uh, that um, an actor we will be, ta- be talking about later in this episode, uh, Frank Grillo, had a ten picture mm-hmm. deal, but they they you know they apparently they have like NFL veto rights, and they can just end that contract whenever they want.
1: Ten or two, yeah, well, three, mean... three. You got three out of it. Did he? He got three. He's in Winter Winter Soldier, Civil War, beginning of Civil War. And he's in Endgame in, game in uh, when they go back in time. When they go back in time, you're right. So you got three out of it. All right, <laughs> but still, I think that I think they
0: were thinking they had bigger plans for Crossbones than they did. They could bring him back. It's
1: a comic book movie. Yeah,
0: we'll see. I mean, hey, he they, be a they, cyborg. They brought back Bat- Batrock the Leaper, so we'll see what we'll see what yeah. happens with uh, Crossbones.
1: Not dead. Not dead. Didn't they shoot him? I thought they shot him. He could live through it. Well, listen, regardless. I believe he's still alive. <laughs> Let's hopefully we'll get some Captain America and the Winter Soldier television to go in between Captain America Four. Well, I mean, the good news is that it,
0: that it is officially happening, and and, uh, and Anthony Mackie will be back. There will be no uh, Don
1: Cheadle of, of of the new Captain America. <laughs> oh, I I didn't think they'd Don Cheadle, or I thought it would be like Haley Atwell getting her own Cap Four. Really? And they would they would riff
0: off the What If. I mean, listen, I think that's a very big possibility at some point, you know, with depending on what we do. I, the I, oh, she's showing up. But with that's the shield. that's going to be like
1: under wraps like they're not going to let that news get out. Uh, I mean, and I know we haven't talked about it yet, but a lot of the what if stuff it's coming out in that Doctor Strange movie.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll, uh-huh. we'll see. I'm just <laughs> letting you know, you heard it here first. Oh, hot take. Hot <laughs> yeah. take.
0: And the uh, the other piece of news I did want to discuss is is you know something I think a lot of fans are talking about, you know, we have this Eternals movie from Marvel coming out in November. Uh and it might be their biggest gamble to date because it's it's a very unknown property, probably even more so than Guardians of the Galaxy was back in the day when that was announced and people are like who the heck are they? Uh, it, I was one of those people. E- yeah, well Eternals is way more out there and I'm sure you're against No, I have no no idea, idea who that is. But the big, the big, uh, the big question that fans are asking, you know, as the trailer tells us, they've kind of been here on Earth uh, since the beginning of time, almost. No, maybe not the beginning of time, but since like the dawn of man, the dawn of humanity, mm-hmm. of civilizations, they've been here on Earth. They have, they have borne witness to everything, including the rise of the superheroes, the rise of Iron Man and Cap and Thanos and, and all that good stuff. And so the question is, well, if these guys are like. You know, intergalactic super beings and Thanos shows up to wipe out half of existence. Maybe they should have uh, stepped up and m- made their appearance then.
1: What if they all dusted?
0: That's a possibility as well.
1: They but just if they, happen again, to all get the, super unlucky. The, the, the odds, I was
0: going to say, the odds are only, like half of them would get dusted. Uh-huh. <laughs> they all got dusted. But if they st- were to step up
1: in the events of Infinity War before the snap, uh, I, I didn't read the article because it was like, why were it's it's it led to that. Yeah. And I'm sure it's conspiracy, but I was, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're gonna go over that in the movie. Why the? about I'm sure it's like some we have a no interference policy.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: You know, it, it's, it's we just watch. We're watchers. We're into it. it that's actually exactly what it is, according to a, the, the
0: oh, an article know. about the movie. It's. Uh, simply put, the Eternals are dedicated to their sole mission, given by the Celestials, which is to hunt down the deviants while never interfering with human affairs.
1: Mm-hmm. It's their prime directive.
0: Yeah, they exactly so. Yeah, <laughs> how weird is that? They used to, were able to connect it to Star Trek.
1: Uh, it, it's really out there. I went, uh, I went out on a ledge. <laughs> well, it
0: paid off. But I mean, how do you feel about that though? When you're when you're going to watch this movie? I mean, are you going to buy into that and be like, yeah, yes,
1: absolutely? You're okay. You're okay with it. You're not be like, what a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> no, I mean, you're talking to a guy who just watched the Last Pass and the Furious movie, and they introduced John Cena as uh, Vin Diesel's brother, and I'm just like, oh, they've never talked about this guy before, but okay, I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there to watch a Marvel movie, and I want
0: to know about these characters. By the way, spoiler alert for the Fast uh, what F nine or whatever
1: F nine F nine. I mean, if you watched a trailer
0: I, <laughs> or wrestling, I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> I only know John Cena's Peacemaker.
1: That's all I know. Well, he's also that. He's more. He's better as Peacemaker than he is as. Jacob Toretto, I believe, Joshua, something like that.
0: Well, like I talked to you about on, when, when we broke down or when we reviewed Suicide Squad, I, I like seeing it for his comedic chops. I'm not really there for his action movie roles.
1: <sighs> <laughs> He's much better in Suicide Squad than he is in F9. And I love F9. It's I just, he didn't work for me with what he was trying to do. I'm but st- I get it.
0: I'm stuck on F7, so. Yeah, but one day I'll such, get there. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's hard, that one's harder to find streaming for free anywhere. So <laughs> I'll get back to you on it. Uh, I might be able to pass you. No, you can never pass me. Don't worry about it right now. We're fine.
1: I'll Thank pass you. you. Everyone at home wants to know if I can movie pass you. F <laughs> seven, it's it's not on HBO. I thought they were all on HBO. No, they're they're oh, they're, they're all spread
0: out everywhere. I think a couple of them are on Peacock, and a couple of them are other places, and you know, like like Bravo had the airing rights for a bunch of them for for a while. They might all end up on HBO at some point, but uh, yeah. At, at well, moment... I think
1: they were before, it came, like a couple months before it came out, like yeah, to get your juices going.
0: I mean, I could just like bite the bullet and rent it for like six bucks or whatever, but I don't want. I mean, do you that could problem.
1: buy the like the whole thing for like forty dollars. Doesn't sound worth it to me. But then you get all the movies. Yeah, and and
0: listen, we're gonna break those movies down at some point, <laughs> but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so I'm I'm glad to hear that you know you're all in for for the. Uh, the the Eternals having like a prime directive that prohibits them from interference, and you're you're along for the ride there.
1: Yeah, and especially i like once again, I know nothing about them, and sure. I've made a conscious choice not to go like down a wiki wormhole learning about them because I just want to go watch the movie. Sure, that makes sense. And I assume that there's, you know, immortal, and they have like crazy powers, which I'm very eager to look at and watch. I hope we I hope we get a new trailer soon because I I did find the first
0: trailer while while visually pretty just not a lot I, of substance in
1: it yeah you don't know what's going
0: on like, like what's happening in here it looked great though it looked really like I said visually just okay that's gonna be a something to look at I'm gonna like it all right so that's that's kind of the news I just you know again not deep hard hitting news but it's just kind of like some fun stuff I wanted to get out of the way while while I had someone to stare at. <laughs> <laughs> while I do the podcast, <laughs> but we got we got two things to break down, two things to review, and this is a the, the first thing we're we're gonna talk about is a movie that I, I think I think barely qualifies <laughs> to to be on this podcast. It, it's just really? enough science fiction. Oh, I mean, it's time travel. <laughs> it's just enough science fiction to, to 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 qualify to be on the Tomcast podcast instead of a more a more action oriented podcast. You can't do action movies on the Tomcast podcast. I mean. They have to have a sci-fi element, some kind of comic booky element, some kind of pop. Didn't like we genre do Die element. Hard? We've talked about in ge- October. That's for Hans Toberfest. That's different. That's still an
1: action movie.
0: That is, them. that is yes, but that is part of pop culture history. Maybe this will be in twenty. I don't see any of us quoting this movie. I am talking about Boss Level from <laughs> uh, director Joe Carnahan, starring Crossbones himself, Frank Grillo, and Reagan's boy, Mel
1: Gibson. No, no. <laughs> thought you were gonna say Will Sasso because I do love me some Will Sasso. Will Sasso with the Hulk Hogan beard,
0: yeah. <laughs> just you know, black on the sides.
1: Like later in this movie, when he said, "I smell muffins," do you smell muffins? Laughed a lot. I thought it was a great line.
0: So this movie is is an exclusive to Hulu. You're the one yeah. who who pointed me to this flick. Uh, uh, talk it up for me. Uh, present it to the people. Why should they check out Boss Level?
1: Well, it, it's from. God, he just says his name. Joe Joe Carnahan. Carnahan. Who did who did the A T movie. He did the smoking aces. I think both of them. Yeah, I believe I believe he did. So he he has this action style. And if you enjoy just pretty violence that he gives you, I think you're gonna enjoy this movie. He also did Narc, right? Yeah, way back when. Yeah, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Narc, underrated film.
0: And he uh he actually pitched 20th Century Fox back in the day when when 20th Century Fox still had the rights to Daredevil, he pitched them like a really dark and gritty, like late 70s style Daredevil, you know, in in in
1: Daredevil meets Deathwish kind of movie. And uh, oh, so he's out like Daredevil's out for revenge, like they killed Electro, like that storyline,
0: something like that. I mean, uh, I I think he sort of wanted to like make it like back in time, like like New York City in the 80s, you know, when when it was just a uh, Cesspool of crime and filth,
1: yeah, super rough, yeah, yeah. And, and be uh, in hell's kitchen there
0: yeah and and, and uh, I I think at the time 20th century fox was like, oh these comic movies are just a
1: fad, they're gonna go away soon. no one cares, <laughs> no get out of here, we gotta make x men yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and since and you brought it up, I do want I did want to ask because I don't know if you and I this is something that we've ever actually really talked about. how do you feel about Carnahan's eighteen flick? I love it. I have a soft spot for it as well. I think it's a I lot of fun. The,
1: I don't know if it's Nostalgia. It's Liam Neeson. It's Bradley Cooper. It's... um Rampage? <laughs> I, I, I was going to say Rampage. It's... What's, uh, what's his the face from District, from District 9? District, yeah,
0: I was just thinking his name.
1: His Murdoch is fantastic in the movie. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, it's. I also have a a giant soft spot for the 18.
0: Who else is in that? Jessica Biel, I think is in that. There's a whole bunch Jessica of
1: in it.
0: Patrick Wilson's in it as like the creepy CIA guy.
1: Mm hmm. John Hamm's in it at the end. That's
0: right. Hamm is in it at the end. So, yeah. Uh, you Okay. So you like it. You're okay with that one. You're, yeah. you're okay with that wild ride. Might be coming up on the Coach G Pod at some point in time. It's Shawshire uh, Copley. Yes. Yeah, that's, who, that's who played Murdoch in that flick. All right. I was curious about that when, when I was uh, prepping for the show. I was like, I wonder if – I can't remember if Reagan likes that movie or not, or if you were one of the one of the ones who were like, it's stupid. They fly a tank and it's dumb. And I was like, no, it's, it's fun because awesome they fly, fly a tank. A tank. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. I, I enjoyed that one too. I had a blast. I watched that in theaters. I had a blast.
1: Uh, I didn't get to see it in the theaters. That must have been awesome though. It was pretty fun. I was – uh, I mean, I, I also love Smoking Aces. Okay. It's it's pretty, it's dumb, but it's a fun movie. I think this movie channels Smoking
0: Aces a little bit with, like the, oh, absolutely. with all the bounty
1: hunters and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what actually made me look at it with all the bounty hunters. I didn't look at director or anything. Right. And I was like, God, this is giving me a Smoking Aces kind of vibe. And then I went and looked it up on IMDb and I was like, oh, that's why. I get why it is. So what what did you think of the Bounty Hunters in this? Well, I, I, I real quick.
0: I wasn't oh, okay. I was going to
1: give our our audience the plot <laughs> so that they <laughs>
0: could know a little bit more Guys, about Guys, go it.
1: to Hulu and just watch it and then come right back. There, you're back. You're welcome. So, uh, Frank Grillo's character
0: is is uh, we find as the movie opens we we're, we're kind of thrown in the deep end. Uh, he's in a time loop. He keeps uh, reliving the day that he dies over and over again and he sort of has to begin to he, He's died a hundred like what 140 times when, when the movie opens, and he finally yeah. decides to start trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> and we also get the like the flashback to how we got to this point, and uh, his wife, or his ex wife, works for a mysterious government science contractor agency, right? Yeah, def- some sort of defense contractor. <laughs> Who's uh, their name is Die Now, so yeah. take that for what you <laughs> will. It's D Y N O W, Die Now. And she's working on some mysterious project. We don't know much about it. He goes to the lab at one point, and she, like, takes blood and hair samples from him and plugs him into this thing. And eventually we figure out that this is what's caused him to be in this time loop. Uh, and, yeah, he keeps getting killed over and over and over again. And that's the kind of, like, what we have to figure out. Like, what is going on? Why is this happening? How does he stop this? Blah, 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 blah. It's not right. a complicated movie. No. <laughs> no. Uh, let me see. How uh, there's parts of this movie that I like a lot, and there's parts of it that I don't.
1: All right, because you had texted me early on in the week, and we're having problems with this movie. At what? How far in the movie were you when you started having problems with? When it? I saw Grant, uh, Gronk in, 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 on a on a helicopter, I was that Gronk on the.
0: Wait, is he the guy with the, He's gun the gunner? I,
1: He's the gunner on oh, the helicopter. Is he? I had no idea that was Gronk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's it's downsized Gronk before he went back to the NFL. I think. Uh-uh.
1: Oh, so like twenty four seven WWE champ Gronk? Yeah, I think guess. I think that one. Yeah.
0: Um, um, no, it just was. I don't know. I, I really I do like time loop movies, mm-hmm. but I I think I didn't really. I don't want to say I didn't like the movie because there's a lot to like in the movie. Uh, but I didn't. I guess I didn't like the narration. Let's put it that way. I didn't like the narration because I'm like, who
1: are you talking to? Himself. Oh no. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. That yeah, doesn't okay. make sense. Don't ruin the movie for <laughs> everybody. That. He's talking to you. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Now that Tom says that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't ruin the movie. Just don't think about that part.
0: That was the part I was having a problem with. And, and then, okay. again, again, as it kind of plays out, you know, he kind of knows this routine. Again, he's died something like 140 times, and he can't live past, like, what, 1240? Yeah. That, he always gets killed, Then for some reason he can't figure it out. And I think at this point, everyone in the audience is like, they're clearly tracking you, dude. And you've died 140 times before you figured this out. It takes, it takes Frank a little while to start putting the pieces together.
1: It does. And I'm sure a lot of those deaths, he's not really thinking about how are they finding me. I'm sure the first, like, 50 times, you're just running for your life freaking out.
0: It's a great opening sequence. And, I mean, and there's a lot of moving parts to him, him getting out, away from all these bounty hunters that are descending on him. Yeah. Uh, so, like, like he doesn't have time to necessarily think about things. And whenever he tries to deviate too much from the tried-and-true method of getting away from them, uh, it all goes horribly wrong. So we see Frank die a lot. And I'm yeah. just going to call him Frank. I don't remember his character's name. I'm just going to call him Frank. It's Roy. Roy. Roy, Frank, whatever. Basic American name. <laughs> That's right. I'm okay with it. Roy Pulver. So, yeah, so, uh, and if, it's, of, of course... He's like some ex-Special Forces agent, right? Because that's what you need for this movie. And I – so he's extremely capable, which I guess is good. You need that skill set when you're going up against crazy bounty hunters, like the two German brothers, one played by Rampage Jackson. Mm
1: -hmm. I I felt him being like an ex-Special Forces guy. That made me feel like I was watching like a Schwarzenegger movie from the 90s. Mm -hmm. Like this would be a Schwarzenegger movie that came out in like 1996.
0: I I sort of wondered, and I was curious what how you would feel about it. But like, what if the character wasn't a special forces agent, just like a a a dude who had had to get better at this as he went on? Like he learns. I I would like that a lot because I mean Frank does have to learn, but he's already got
1: a skill set already. You know, it's I like Frank a lot. Uh, I like him in this role. But what if it was like Simon Pegg? Right, (laughs) the laughs
0: would be better. Yeah, Frank is not funny. I don't think he's funny.
1: (laughs) He's a good action star,
0: but he's not very funny in this. No, I don't care for his one-liners at all. I was never thought they were very good. Uh, I I think that's supposed to be the point. Fast forward to the end when he decides to drop that Indiana Jones knowledge. I was very annoyed.
1: (laughs) Everyone knows that story. I know. (laughs) Well, the fact he didn't know how it ended. Right. (laughs) I I I don't know even. But I was like, okay, they just want to give it to the. To, um, I know I should know her name. She says it a thousand times it was in the a, movie. G- Gu- Guo Yin Guo has done this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the assassin with the uh, swords. Yeah, I mean she's. I do like that she says that. I like how the wind blows
0: in her hair every time she says it. That's the funny yeah. part of that visual. Oh
1: yeah, it, it's a great, it's a great visual. Yeah. But I I did like a lot of the bounty hunters. I wish it was more about like hunting the bounty hunters down and killing them yeah I think my problem my biggest problem is is, is like the, the
0: the it tries to be structured like a video game which is one reason why I was very interested in the movie mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a dumb video game <laughs> where you're just kind of like it's like if someone who didn't know how to play a video game was just, and was just trying shit even though you know it's not gonna work like when you right. you know he keeps getting further and further because hes he's finally starting to pay attention and and figure things out like he's being tracked and and he's able to turn the t- turn the tables on the bounty hunters and and get the get the upper hand on them, and then he's like, okay, this has something to do with uh, uh, Naomi Watts's company that she works for, so I'm gonna go there. And he, he just like, crashes into a reinforced wall. And it's like you didn't uh-huh. you didn't see that coming, guy. You just thought you could just drive through that in a sports car. <laughs> There's some dumb Wait, stuff.
1: When he comes out of the elevator, and Brett Will Sasso's characters, Brett's there with like a hundred guards, and he's like, I'll see you later, or, or whatever he says. Oh, and he kills himself and shoots himself in the head, and Will Sasso just goes like. That was weird. <laughs> like, there's little moments like that that are really funny. There
0: are moments like that. I, I wish, and this is going to sound weird, but I, I wish your boy, Mel, had more to do in this movie. Because he's, yeah. he's an interesting part, but I don't really understand. His motivations are really strange. He wants this this device. It's it's called the Osiris Spindle. This is what uh, uh Frank Grillo is caught up in. This is why he's in a time loop. Because this, right. this is what his ex-wife put him in. And apparently Mel's character wants this... So that he can go back and like rewrite all the wrongs of history, is that what I kind of got out of this?
1: I, I don't think he could go that far back, or who knows? I thought he was trying to prevent, like he was using those as examples of about, things like, he could prevent and 9/11 in the future
0: and stuff like that. He talked about he talked about like all those kind of yeah. Things. I,
1: see, I, I was looking at like we can prevent the next nine eleven. Maybe maybe so, this okay. you know we we don't ever have to go through that again. I mean that makes sense too. But I, I could also see it being something...
0: I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how... They, they, it's, 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 uh, it's Hollywood I mean, janky sci-fi that they don't really bother to explain too much. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Irrelevant.
1: I mean, maybe in part two, it will be Frank going back and punching Hitler. Please don't be... Okay, listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. It could be someone new. We'll get to the end of this movie in It a will bit, be the kid. But I don't care for the end of this movie that much. <laughs>
1: oh, oh the, the very end or
0: yeah the very end we have to, oh, he has yeah. to do it all over again one more time
1: yeah i mean it, without dying yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah but there they, he just like winks at the camera then he's like i got this winky wink
1: yeah and then um, as soon as the credits i was like oh so he's gonna miss jumping for that helicopter <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all i thought when the credits were rolling I, you know, and there would have been a funny ending to go out on if he just does, does does the jump, misses, and then it's just credits.
0: It is it is sort of funny the way it's it's. Like I said it's structured like a video game, but it's almost like a video game that no one wants to play. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Like you know, you, you you know, you learn the timing, you learn like when to yeah. jump, all the all that stuff. So it is. It does have a video game thing to it. It the movie was really originally supposed to be titled Continue, because it's, you know it's like, again the yeah. kind of play off that video game structure. It, it it's so overt in its video game references that it goes to like a video game convention, underground convention, <laughs> pop up in the middle of the day. Yeah, and I was so let me let me ask you about that scene because that's that's where we, we meet his estranged son who doesn't know that he, that Frank's his dad. Yeah, um, and he's at this underground video game, whatever, and and he, as he's walking around the room, it's messing around with the, with the games. I thought that'd be more to that. Like, like nope. the, the the interference he was causing <laughs> well, with electronic
1: devices. Is that is that the Osiris or the feedback from like his tracker? I
0: don't know because they don't explain it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be the tracker. I I sort of wrote off as like a as part of like the spindle effect that he's in, and that maybe it'd be something that he could use his advantage at some point. But he has problems with security cameras throughout the movie.
1: Yeah, I like it that it's the spindle, and not not the tracker. Yeah.
0: let's talk about his favorite hangout, the, the cafe where everyone with a useful skill set happens to hang out uh-huh. <laughs> that he needs to advance further in the well, game. Which is, again... Michelle
1: Yeoh is only there for the day.
0: Oh, yeah. They had her for a day. They had to get yeah. the maximum out of her. And, again, I, I, I've said it before on this show, I, I love Michelle Yo. Yeah. More, More Michelle Yo. Days and days and days. And I like the part where he's, uh, you know, he has to go to her like every day and convince her to take him on, you know, for a handful of hours to teach him how to sword fight so he can get past Gua yen. Yeah. At the end of the flick, he's stuck because she just keeps killing him and killing him and killing him. She Guo Yin really good at dodging bullets.
1: <laughs> very very good at it.
0: Yeah, so I I like that, but it, it, I don't know. I, for a while, I thought like maybe he was in a video game because of like the repetitiveness of it and and how convenient it was. It's like I don't know. I feel like a video game thing. Like oh, here's where all these guys who are going to help you advance in your quest are located. Like there just happens to be a counter surveillance yeah. specialist. You know. Uh, Ken Jung's character has like the tools he needs to pull the thing out of his, the the tracker out of his yeah. tooth, uh, and again and Michelle Yeoh's character has is the sword expert that he's gonna need later on. So it's just, <laughs> there's a lot of conveniences in, in this movie that made me think he was in a game.
1: Yeah, maybe he was. He's in the Matrix all along. This is a secret like Matrix three and a half. I mean, it could have been right. There's a
0: lot of uh, dodging bullets. They don't go bullet time, but there's there's dodging bullets. <laughs> I dodge bullets, baby. <laughs> what did you think? Because at a couple of different points, uh, Frank's character sort of shifts priorities. Like uh, because this the uh, the Osiris spindle is also extremely unstable. So the more he dies, the more unstable it becomes, and eventually the world will end from it. Yeah. So at some point, he he kind of gives up on his mission to figure out what the hell's going on and just like hangs out with his son for a bunch of days in a row. And a bunch of deaths, and he just they like, watch the world end every day. That seemed depressing.
1: Yeah, but he got to know so much about his son, right? Like I thought some of that stuff was really nice. Like he got into the video games because when, when the first time he goes there, he knows nothing about them and thinks they're stupid. And then by the end, he knows he can play them. He knows special moves. You know, and he bonds with his son. I thought that part was cool.
0: Yeah, I th- that was a stronger part of the movie than I thought it would be, actually. I thought I was going to be a mm-hmm. little, like, kind of bored with it. But I actually needed the break from sort of the, the repetitiveness of him just kind of dying over and over again every time he makes, yeah. like, some kind of bonehead, boneheaded mistake. Uh, so I, I did like that. And then he gets to the point, too, where he just completely loses faith, and he just lets them kill him every morning when he wakes up. That, yeah. that one scene where he's just getting stabbed over and over again in the bed, it got a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> There's one point where it looks like the guy's trying to like uh, dry hump him.
1: Yeah, when he's like choking him, or <laughs> it's I was like, why? Why is this guy changing his, his right. strategy? He's not time looping. <laughs> That's
0: again, that was something that I wondered about. <laughs> There's a lot of things in this movie that that, are, that work so well and that are so strong, but a lot of it doesn't land in, in, in some areas. Uh, eventually, Frank is able to piece together uh, by hanging out with his son, who got a got a voicemail from his mom early that morning. And and Frank figures out that he has like actually fourteen minutes to save her too, and so that kind of like mm. restarts him, gets him fired up again, all right? Am I am I skipping around too much? I don't know. No, 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 no. And and it's, so eventually it's it's it, it very much is Groundhog Day, and you kind of Frank has to put it all together to have like the perfect day, to yeah. save everybody, save himself, save his son, save, uh, the wife, kill everyone, save the world, save the world. And then he has to – we find out he has to do it one more time. He has to go into the actual device so he can break out of the loop, but he has to do everything one more time. But because he's a special forces guy and he knows everyone's moves because he's been killed at this point 274 times or whatever. Yeah, something like that. He's got it pretty locked down, right?
1: Yeah. The one thing that was bothering me, if he's living the same day over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like when we first see him, he's like step to the left, get the coffee, and you can pour the coffee. Wouldn't he be able to learn things like that every time if he went to the same place? Yeah, people probably. would be doing the same thing because they're not looped, mm-hmm. but people are doing different things all the time. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it, it's – again, that the science isn't really clearly yeah, defined yeah. on any of this. <laughs> the science isn't great in the movie boss level. I'll admit that.
0: Yeah. I, again, but it's it, you're not really there for the science. You're there for the action. You're there for the yeah. kills. Uh, I, I I think for a, a, a direct to Hulu streamer, it's uh, it's it's solid. It's a solid flick. Yeah. It's, there's enjoyable parts. It, it for me, it doesn't quite all come together, but, for, but the some of its parts are better than better than than. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not gonna I mean, finish that expression.
1: I yeah, I'm just comparing it to the other free movies that have come out lately, mm-hmm. like um, Tomorrow War and Gunpowder Milkshake, Jolt. Uh, what's that Maggie Q one that's coming out? Um, uh, the protege with Michael Keaton. Pro- protege. Yeah. I mean that. That I'm gonna watch the hell out of that. I oh, then... wanna that too. But
0: that's coming to theaters only.
1: Is it a theaters only? I think it's the theaters only at first. Uh,
0: no, I was interested in that too, and then it was like coming only to theaters. And I was like, "F uh,
1: you." I don't I hate those words now. <laughs> <laughs> what about the uh, Lucy? Um, royal Pain from sky High. I can't marry Elizabeth. Or...
0: Yeah, oh yeah, her movie's out at the end of the month on Netflix. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's Netflix,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, I want to check that one out too. I am uh, intrigued by that one. These cool like revenge movies, which I like.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I guess, I, 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 I guess, okay, hold on. I'm I'm stumbling over my words here a little bit. <laughs> I enjoy the time loop movies. And there's some really really great ones out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I wish this one had just hit a little bit higher up
1: on the on the chart. All right. So, all right. Uh, the, so there's Groundhog's Day, probably the most famous time loop movie, of course, because this is this, live, this is Groundhog Day with explosions. Right. Well, I mean that isn't also live, die, repeat. Yeah, but Live that repeat. Groundhog Day with explosion. Live that repeat is so much better than this movie, though. If you it compare the two, yeah, a, a million percent. It's a time loop. That's it. And, and like Palm Springs, that's a time loop movie, but also comedy. So that's, I'll yeah. keep that closer to Groundhog Day. Uh, there's a show on Netflix, Russian Doll. I haven't watched it. It was really good. I enjoyed it. But yeah, it's time loop. It's I love time loops. Apparently, I like I'll watch too. time loop shit. Like Looper, watch Looper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't watch that guy's movie. We're not going to talk about that. I don't watch that. <laughs> and Looper's overrated even before that Star Wars piece of shit came out. Oh, God. All right, time to edit Reagan.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I guess... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I just had unfair expectations. But the the movie's solid. It's a All solid one. It, right. it, on the scale of the ones we we you know we talked about it before we started recording, compared to the three that we broke down a couple weeks ago, I I, I think this might be near the top.
1: I think this is the most complete one. Of what we watch, i think that's a fair fair assessment it's, it's not perfect yeah um it, i think this one has i mean god the other ones had such a strong supporting cast as well
0: i and i you know i went back and forth on frank grillo in this movie because I, I really like him in the stuff i've seen him in when he's mm-hmm. more of a supporting character so this is his first time to kind of like be like the leading man the you know the the, the central character here and there, there are parts where I thought he was great at it, and then other parts I was like, mm, I don't know. And I I, I,
1: I like, I didn't like him with no, the chemistry between Naomi Watts and him. I did not. It's not good. Yeah, it's not great. But I thought him working with Mel Gibson was fine. Mm-hmm. And like you, like you said, I do wish they'd given Mel Gibson a little more to do. It seemed like he was there for about three days right, of right, shooting. Right
0: oh I mean so, uh, it's a time loop movie and he's, he only needs to be there for the end right so yeah. <laughs> they didn't have much for him to do I, yeah
1: I, you get to see him die a few times
0: yeah I, I wish his motivations were a little bit more clear like what his end game is I would have liked to have known like what exactly does he want this thing for I like they kind of say it but it's not specific enough yeah. maybe be I'm just a, I might a just be a time lord picking cool. here be a time lord there you go Yeah, yeah and I, 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 I didn't like Gorilla's one liners I didn't like the one liners I, I thought a couple times he was kind of just mean to random people
1: <laughs> like he's kind of mean to that video game guy. <laughs> oh, he, he's just. But that's the beginning of the movie before he changes. <laughs> I mean, he's a dick to the guy he carjacks every day. He just mocks him and then takes his car. Yeah, that's true. That's true. only because he has a nice car.
0: <laughs> but this, I, again, the action's good. The the, the scenes. Yeah. I wish they showed him killing the bounty hunters more. Yeah. Like that, at one point, too. at one point, just they just show him all dead in the back of a truck or something, and I was like,
1: well, okay, that would that, more fun. The, or the last time you see him is when he gets the minigun. Yeah, and he and he, and he just shoots them through a door, and I was like, "Oh, that's it." Yeah. Like the the bounty hunters were such a big portion of the first third of this movie, mm-hmm. and then for the last third, they're really not in the movie anymore. No, except except for a uh, gone, gone yet. Like she's the only one. Yeah, because she's with the sword fighting. Yeah, she's sort of like the, like the final bounty hunter before the quote unquote boss level. Yeah,
0: and then uh, uh like like you mentioned earlier. Uh, it is pretty good when when uh,
1: he stabs Will Sasso in the head with the sword. And, yeah, with yeah. the sword, and he says, "I smell muffins." Do you smell muffins? But I love Will Sasso, <laughs> so and he he was playing a very a good asshole in this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I said, there there's a lot of parts of this movie that I enjoy. It doesn't quite all come together for me in the end, uh, much like the last three films. But I, I definitely think it's worth checking out, and and. From talking to some people who uh, who else who have seen it and some of the reviews I read online, uh, more people seem to be a fan of it than than, than me. So take that. Yeah. People keep that in mind that maybe
1: I'm so, just being me about it. <laughs> it's it's. I had no expectations going in, and I really enjoyed it for for what it was. Yeah. It's, it's they're not trying to reinvent the wheel.
0: I, I, I once I got past that first thirty minutes, I didn't like it when they went back and they kind of like were filling in the backstory of like the mm-hmm. the, the, the the day before. Because I didn't like his character oh. very much, I was yeah. like, I was like, I don't like your character, dude. Like, how am I supposed yeah. to watch you in the rest of this movie? Yeah.
1: Well, but not, he Ruby. he does
0: grow, he does change. His one-liners are still bad. There's the terrible uh, what, Indiana Jones
1: reference. What if they replace him with Michael Cera, <laughs> and well, he has to? Land. We, or is that too much like Scott Pilgrim?
0: Well, though? we were, we already we already talked about that though. I mean, like, it, yeah. it might have been more interesting if they replaced it with like a more of an everyman character instead of like a yeah. special forces guy who's just like primed and ready to go. No, no. cuz they, yeah, they but, and they love showing how like like vascular
1: he is in this movie. Like yeah. the
0: tightest t-shirts, the veins is I mean, bursting If I his had skin. a body
1: like that, do you know? Oh, sure. Like, of course. I would wear the smallest t-shirts known to man. I am
0: not trying to body shame Frank Grillo. Yeah. <laughs> he he looks great. He looks great.
1: Yeah, he looks fantastic. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying like maybe more the everyman approach might have been more fun. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. If, if you know, if like, it would have made more sense also. Like maybe, uh, maybe this is I might be in the wrong here. Maybe I'm <laughs> making a bad statement here. But you know, I don't see why Naima what's the character this scientist is with this special forces guy. I don't
1: know yeah, what, I know what idea. circles
0: they run in that they would meet each other?
1: Why yeah, why would you go work for this company?
0: Yeah, the, there's a lot of questions on that. So I feel like uh, if her husband was like more of a, a scientist guy, it might have been a
1: funnier yeah, time Earth, for him to like, figure out their how to do work. Or yeah, they're the yeah. yeah. And, you know, and he accidentally got put into it right before they were both murdered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he has to figure out how to stop it or something. And it's a timely movie. It's always going to be good and, you know and, and Frank did his best.
0: Frank did his best i i I can't knock any of the performances in the movie really there like i said there there's some things that are a little clunky for me, but it, it like you said, it's solid action flick, upper echelon well the the mid to upper echelon of some of these like straight to streaming action flicks that we've been talking about here on the show lately.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I think it's solid. I think people should check it out. And I, I think I'm probably one of the people that's being a little harsher on it than it deserves. Uh, but no, it, like you said, there's a, there's way worse ways to spend 90 minutes.
1: Yeah. It's it not super long. Mm-hmm. And it flies by. No, it's pretty fast.
0: It, it's a, There are stretches where it's a tad repetitive, but... Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Again, like yeah. that, that first 30 ish minutes is a little, is a little tough I,
1: I was into it just because it was all these like different bounty hunters and stuff when they went to the flashback of like the dentist's office and her getting the sand like I didn't need any of that right 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 like, well, again, like, I more do, killing less that
0: I do have to point out one more time he died 140 something times before he figured out
1: they were tracking him <laughs>
0: Yeah. Not a sharpest knife in the drawer.
1: It is funny when he's in the bathroom ripping his teeth out with Dave, <laughs> the the analyst, and the analyst is just, just screaming. screaming
0: every time he does it. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. funny stuff. There's 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 good yeah, stuff. There, in the flick. There's
1: some good funny stuff in it. Some some fun action.
0: Yeah, and if you have Hulu, why why not check it out? You're you're paying for the service. Throw it on. See what you think. Let me know. If, let me know how wrong I am and how much fun you had yeah. watching it. <laughs> I would love to hear it. Please, please, please. All right, we got one more really exciting thing to talk about. And, you know, it's been pretty fortunate the last two weeks that uh, the recording day has kind of lined up with this. I was looking forward to getting away from recording on Wednesdays <laughs> after Loki, <laughs> but now it's just kind of become convenient. <laughs> and that it's worked out in uh, Marvel's What Ifs' favor because we can talk about each episode so far this, so far they've yeah. come out. And today was episode two. What if T'Challa became Star-Lord? And I have to tell you, I mean, we're only talking about two episodes, but by far, this one blows the first one out of the water.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this one's <laughs> amazing.
0: I dug the last one, but I yeah. loved this one.
1: Yeah, the, this one's so the Star Lord reveal when he says his name and you think <laughs> the who's coming and it's the complete opposite. Yes. It's wonderful. The, the whole episode's wonderful. The whole
0: redefining of the Star Lord mythology with T'Challa in the role and how it's changed like the cosmos how he's changed the ravagers yeah how everything is different which is what we talked about last week was like I don't want to see T'Challa re-create the events of the
1: first movie and that's really what I thought was happening when he was getting the, they, they the, button-hook the you. power stone they yeah. button hook you I was like Tom is going to be so pissed and that then, they're doing all the yeah. Guardians again
0: yeah, and then uh, Damon Henshu's character was like, I love you, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's such a fanboy. Oh my God, it's great. He's my best friend. <laughs> yeah, and he was, That's, that's was not even the reveal I want to talk about. I want to talk about the newest member of the Ravager. Oh, are you talking about Thanos? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Thanos? God. What the fuck? Josh God, that was fucking awesome.
0: Brolin back as Thanos. A, I mean, again, rightly so, everyone's talking about this being Chabuk's. Amazing final performance as T'Challa, and rightly so. But they yeah. got everyone to come back for this episode. Rooker's back. Uh, Josh Brolin's back as Thanos. Benicio del Toro. Venicio uh, uh, Nebula's back. Uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. I'm so sorry. But er, every almost yeah, Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. And at everyone, even the small characters, are there. There's only one person who's not back, and I was surprised. Batista wasn't back for Drax, and. Uh, the guy who played Ebony, uh, no, wait, Ebony Ma was fine. It was the, uh, Corvus Glaive was not the same actor oh, from the movie. But okay. everybody else, even th- no matter how small the role, that was that actor from the film they were in. How is Marvel pulling think, this
1: shit off? I thought the collector was so indifferent. I was like, is that Benicio? It's Benicio. And I was like, oh my God. Because I was like, there's no way he came back to do this cartoon
0: thing. <laughs> That's what I said about Kurt Russell, but he's got his name oh, in the credits. I know. <laughs> We haven't even talked what? about ego yet, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's. So what's what? Let's kind of lay it out there for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, and and we're giving all the spoilers away. But sorry, yeah, but spoiler. In this universe, uh, uh, Yondu has outsourced picking up Peter Quill. He's passed it off to uh, Taserface and uh, uh, um Oh my God! What's James Gunn's brother's character's name in this? I was just gonna. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. Craig. Craig. Craigin. Craig, Craig. Craig. Craig, 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 I think is right. Yeah. <laughs> they go to Earth, trying to find Peter Quill, but to Taser face, all humans look the same. So they find T'Challa wandering, and they take yeah. him back
1: to, to two space. Two eye holes, two ear holes, and a mouth hole. <laughs> yeah. Human.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, T'Challa decides to stay with the Ravagers, and like and like we said. From there, everything spirals out differently. And I, that's, that's, to me, what What If is supposed to be. Yeah. Is the, the dramatic changing of the universe. Uh, and, and because of one little ripple and how it affects everything. And again, like you said, the reveal that Thanos is a Ravager. Because he sat down and had a conversation about T'Challa. And T'Challa talked him out of genocide. Gen- and how they it, keep it joking about, about it. About it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, he's it's, talking to every character. He's like, that sounds like genocide. <laughs> he's like It still would have worked. <laughs> but efficient. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so you tried good. to use it as a pickup line, and it, yeah, and and again, then then it turns into like a heist episode where they're trying to rip off the collector. We get to see more of the collector's collection, okay. more time Did with Howard see... the Duck,
1: Howard the Duck, but and the Dark Elf, you know, the the yeah. big beats from the the Guardians movie. Right. Did you see Tobias Fünke in the cartels trying to look around the background? I characters. thought I saw a silhouette that might have been,
0: okay. but I wasn't sure. I,
1: I, I have to go watch again because I was like. I would love to see the never nude in cartoon <laughs> form, just for fun. just for fun. To see if
0: he's one of those who comes out at the end to get the collector.
1: Yeah, because that's I, I was I was sure they were gonna put just weird stuff that they are probably never really gonna use for right now.
0: Yeah, I, and I love how uh, with Thanos now working for the Ravagers and the Ravagers are good guys because of T'Challa's influence. Like they they they're out. They're kind of the Guardians of the Galaxy, basically. So there doesn't need to be a Guardians. But I love how all of Thanos' like former thugs are working for the collectors now. So you get you know Proxima Blue and Corvus Glaive and Ebony Maw, and you see these characters in different roles. It's just kind of like space henchmen now for the collector. But it was yeah, so much fun bad. to see Nothing them. Di- for them. But so much fun to see them in different roles. Yeah. And uh, you know Nebula with like long blonde hair and calling him. E- it. <laughs> what what does she call him? Cha Cha.
1: Yeah, Cha Cha. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Instead of T'Challa, it's Cha Cha. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, I, you know, is there a relationship there that going on? I feel like there is. Yeah. Uh, where's Gamora? I don't know. I'll be in Why Gamora. Why is Gamora?
0: Why Gamora, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I had so much fun with this episode. And, again, just kind of playing along with the ripples and the and the threads. Uh, and then you even get to go back to Earth, and, and T'Challa reunites with his, with his father, with the Wakandans. Mm-hmm. And he brings the Ravagers with him, and it's like... His his
1: birth family and his his maid family all come together. It's wonderful. Yeah, it, it's great. His his dad's not dead in this this version. Right. At least not yet. Yeah. I mean, because I, I, I guess we're around Winter Soldier time now.
0: I mean, who knows? The whole history of the world could have changed at that point. I mean, the way the, the way well, events in the galaxy spirted out with with nobody looking for I'm, Infinity Stones,
1: that could change everything. It could, I'm I'm just trying to. Th- I I honestly don't know where they're going next week. I mean. Probably something with the ego. <laughs> Maybe. Or they're just and hinting. an evil...
0: Or they're, not... just, or they're just hinting at something for down the road. I don't I don't know for sure. But yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, you, you think because, they brought... because that they That was the one thing I kept wondering. It was like, it was like okay, when are we going to get to what's going on with Peter Quill? Because you yeah. got, you got to kind of explore that just a tiny, tiny bit. And they did. With him just kind oh, of growing Peter up. Peter Quill's going
1: to be evil as fuck.
0: Oh, yeah. And then ego come to get him at the very, very end. And yeah. then the Watcher telling us that that's a story for another time. Pulling the Conan move. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that is a story for another day. So yeah.
1: the Watcher wasn't that who Stanley was rumored to be when when he was in every movie.
0: Well, yes, but there's also the scene. Uh, I think it's in Guardians too, where he's with the yeah. Watchers.
1: Yeah, so, yeah and, he's, and he's explaining what's happening. Yeah, he's he's telling him about. So he's an agent on. Watcher. That, okay. That's
0: yeah, that's one of the, the the fan theories that has some traction, I suppose.
1: I mean, why else would he be everywhere?
0: Why not? We also we also got to see um uh oh, oh god I'm just to – what the hell's his name now? I just draw a blank on. It. I think it's Cosmo, the Russian space yeah, dog. Yeah, Cosmo. The, yeah. He stows away. He gets away. Yeah, I guess to hang out with T'Challa now, gets it right back to Earth
1: basically. Well, I I mean I did love Seth Green came back to do Howard the Duck again.
0: <laughs> I just like and Howard then just the get duck.
1: distracted by a bar. Yeah, he's like oh it's, it's happy hour. <laughs>
0: yeah. And again, we get to go to nowhere. So I mean, we do see some familiar sights from the Guardians film, but yeah, I love how it plays out differently. Like, like, like you said, we open on Morag, but they're there. They're there for a totally different reason to get the, to get the. I forget what they call it, but the, the device that has the stone in it, and how they're going to yeah. use it to like restart a sun. You know, yeah, like, the saber, like this totally no, this totally noble reason for being there, and how like Yondu and the Ravagers are all cool with it, and they're all on the side of right. And like yeah. again. I just like seeing Taser face. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah,
1: that taser <laughs> I was like, they
0: brought Taser face into this. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun watching this episode. I loved it. This is what I want. What if to be? Yeah, this episode was amazing. And and again, uh, we we said it before, but yeah, what a, a really nice a uh, final moment for Chadwick Bosman as as uh, as T'Challa, and 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 a, again, a really poignant story with like family and the family you. The family you have and the family you make and, and all that stuff in between. And again, I just like seeing a heist movie, basically. It's got all the yeah. things. It's got all the things in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, there were, there's even the, the Ocean's Eleven moment where you think Nebula's turned on everybody. Yeah. And then, nope, that was part of the plan, baby. Yeah. Now,
0: I, I'm going to be watching this episode again tonight because yeah. I thought this again. I, I wanted to see if I missed any Easter eggs and stuff. But, I mean, you are 100% right because I'm watching the episode. I'm like, ah oh, son of a bitch. Here we go. We're on Morag. All right. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And then, like you said, as soon as he turns around and, and he says Star-Lord and the reaction. On, yeah. He's uh, uh, like, <laughs> the biggest fan. You're like,
1: yes. <laughs> you're
0: like, it's happening. <laughs> like, and then you go back to the Ravager's base. And then again, you see that. I mean, the, the Thanos reveal is unbelievable. It's so great. Drax working so at a bar. Weird. His family's still alive. Yeah. Taking awkward selfies with T'Challa. <laughs>
1: And wh- I do have to terrible. ask,
0: what was Dave Bautista doing? Why couldn't he do this? I feel like Dave Bautista doesn't say no to anything. Was he? you think he was just busy? Uh, yeah, he's he's, he's probably doing Dune. I mean, he just did a commercial for Disney Plus. For God's sakes, he couldn't uh, he couldn't uh,
1: get on his uh. Isn't he annoyed with <laughs> Disney at this point? Uh maybe. I mean, like he said, you know, he's doing Guardians Three, but I think he's out after that. Well,
0: like I said, he he just did a Disney Plus commercial where he's like the streamer and he's in a little fishing boat.
1: I haven't seen him. And he has
0: like a white beard and like a long white ponytail. It's classic. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Classic Batista, uh-huh.
1: being a funny man. I mean, you know I love Big Dave. So.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot going on. You're right. I mean, he has Dune coming out. But that did wrap filming a long time
1: ago. He's in the – Well, the, when when was all the – this done? Oh, God, who last, knows? Last year? I mean, animation takes so long. It's hard to yeah, say. That's what I'm saying. Like, it could have been around the same time where he was probably getting ready for – you know how seriously he's taken. You know, maybe he was doing uh, the army movie. Uh, it could be zombie, the or army,
0: army of the dead. It could be uh, he's in season two of that uh, Jason, Jason Jason Momoa M- show on Apple Plus. So I don't know, man. What show is that? See, yeah, you gotta get the Apple Plus, Reagan. Check it. No, <laughs> no, we're not gonna talk about your anti Apple bias, okay?
1: It's not. I'm just done with getting new streaming services. You hear that, Peacock? <laughs> I don't care if you put men's gold medal basketball behind a paywall. You can go fuck yourself. I just won't watch the Olympics. I know it's over now, and I should be over that.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, you probably should. All right, was there anything else in that episode, Reagan, or you think we got it all?
1: Uh, well, I, th- I think we got it all.
0: I think we got it all. They, I don't think Marvel has officially released a synopsis for what episode 3 is, uh, but the Good. rumor is – or do you want the rumor? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Okay, they haven't quite laid out the what if necessarily, but it's it's um, basically Loki rules the Earth. Oh, so he wins. Probably he wins the Battle of New York is my guess. Yeah, but yeah. but I mean, I guess they could set up anything they wanted, really. Well, I'm trying to. I mean, okay, it, it, so, so, so it could Peggy Carter be, will be there. It could well. It could also be like what if the Avengers never formed and Loki rules the Earth? So I mean, there there could be multiple well, scenarios in in which Loki takes
1: over. Sure, sure. But I'm I'm just trying to think because the last place we see Peggy is her coming out of the portal. Why? I, I, I I, if I were you, I would not try to connect these. We're, you don't think they're all? It's all not going to be one big loop. It's supposed to be the multiverse, man. So okay, so the.
0: See, like I each, thought it was a direct so-
1: correlation, like because Peggy became. No, I don't think that's going to be Yondu the route they sent take. sent the guys instead. No, I don't think that's the
0: route. I mean, every and now, I mean, every Marvel comic of what if is, with rare exception, is, is self-contained. And it's every issue is like a different reality,
1: a different multiverse. Right. Well, I think it could be that. I'm hoping Stop thinking that Marvel's, each <laughs> – I want all these to be connected in some way. And now I'm going to be looking for it in the weeks to come.
0: Well, that's fine. That's a fun little game for yeah. you.
1: I I, guess. I
0: I think you're wrong, but I will happily admit, if if you are correct, we will talk about it, and you can rub it in my face.
1: <laughs> I will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll be a good one. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So, like, potentials, a, a lot of different scenarios in which Loki could come to rule the Earth. We'll see which one they decide to settle on, you know, whether it's he defeats the Avengers, the Avengers never come together, who knows? He takes over
1: the world in 1200 AD. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> Maybe it could take place after the television show Loki, and he uses the TVA to take over the Earth. And
0: it very well could be. They could spin it right out of the show. Why not? Let's see what happens. All the all the, vari- all the variants come together to take over the world.
1: And we've already seen and that. And then, they, the then variants they betray each other. <laughs> <get along>. yeah, <laughs> the
0: variants can't function as a society. But you'd still laugh at it. You know, yes. alligator Loki biting people's hands off. You'd have a good time. If I would love it, I just know not to trust any of the Loki. All right. Well, I think we've covered everything. And, and uh, Reagan, I want to thank you once again for hanging out, keeping me company for the show. And uh, tell the good people
1: once again where they can find you. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> I wanted to do that off mic, you know. But, of course, you can find us at, at Pod on Instagram and Twitter and com. Listen to all our great episodes. We've done Ice Pirates this month, the Mummy. We did a breakdown of the Black Widow, and the Suicide Squad this month so far. The Ice Pirates episode was my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we had this guest who talked way too much on it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: uh, I, you know, we might as well announce it now just uh, to get the people excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the 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 entire Cozg Podcast will be joining me. Uh, On our next episode, uh, barring any breaking news happening before now and (laughs) between now and then, uh, for a very special episode, I'm not going to say what exactly we're going to be talking about, but it's going to be the epic of all epicnesses.
1: (laughs) I I just watched it last night. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait either. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: going to be good. So stay tuned for that one. Uh, They'll be back. The cozzy will be back on the show in all its mighty glory. All three members, maybe even Eve will join us. We'll see. (laughs) that's up to him
1: though (laughs) i'll I'll ask him if he wants to (laughs) come
0: all right reagan i will talk to you soon buddy thanks man all right boosh
1: hey phil phil hey phil connor man
0: and there it is that's the conversation that is the podcast that is today's exciting installment ...of the Tomcast podcast I hope you all had a good time we had a lot of fun talking about it um, and yeah just just a r- real quick closing thought I n- <laughs> it does seem like lately I've been a tad negative in some of the reviews that um, that that were on, of, of the movies that we're watching that I tend to be on a little bit on the negative side and um just as a point of a clarification for for this wonderful listening audience if I really didn't like the movies if I really just loathed and hated them and didn't think anyone should be watching them we wouldn't be talking about them on the show I, I, I think I've tried to stress that at the very least there's something to take out of these movies there's some kind of entertainment value and, and I want to leave that up to you guys to you the listening audience to um, determine what your entertainment value is for it so I hope we're giving some good information some good insights and, and kind of our thought process on the highs and lows of these pictures but I hope we also are kind of encouraging you enough to check them out for yourselves and, and make your own opinions. Uh, I definitely don't want to be uh, dissuading people from trying new things and getting out there and checking these things out. And, you know, the, the the big perk with watching them on streamers like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and all these things is, you know, you can check it out. You can watch 30, 40 minutes of it, figure out if it's your cup of tea, and then bounce, and you're not out anything. It's not like you went to the theater, you know, with... Uh, uh, you know, family, or uh, you know, your spouse, or your significant other, whatever, and and spent you know forty bucks just to get in, and then you you feel like you're kind of stuck there, and you, that's what you got to do for us, your time. No, no, no. Check these things out, see if they work for you. See if there's something that that gravitates towards you, and 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 yeah, and then come back to me and be like, hey, you're dope. These movies are great, and here's why. And I, I will love that. I would love to have that conversation and and hear your thoughts, and. Maybe maybe if uh maybe you'll persuade me that i'm I'm in the wrong, and that'd be fun too. So it's all good, and yeah, I, I again, if I really hated these things, if I really didn't enjoy them, they wouldn't even be on the show. I, I don't really feel like being uh, real shitty about movies that I don't give a damn about. It, even with the three the, with the trilogy that Ray and I did a few weeks ago, there's things in those movies that I liked quite a bit, and I tried to stress that, and it's the same thing with boss level. There's things in this I like quite a bit too. It doesn't all come together. Not everything lands, but I think there's a lot of entertainment value there. So, so by all means, check it out, and definitely check out What If on Disney+. That show has been fantastic. I love the the, the second episode in particular. Uh just kind of hit everything I wanted it to hit, and I think you will all be delighted. You know, I know uh, I, I get a lot of interesting feedback from people when it comes to animated shows, and not everyone's into them, you know, because for whatever reasons. I don't know if there's a stigma about them that they're you know, kind of more kid-oriented or, or, or things like that, but there's a lot of exciting stuff going on in animation, and, and uh, you know, not just for the kids. Plenty of adult stuff, too, and I feel like I've been saying this for going on 20 years now, ever since uh, Batman the Animated Series was, was going on in the 90s, so by all means, check it out, but again, it's, it's on a streamer. You're at home. You're not really investing in any, extra, any, any extra coin. It's just an investment of time, and, and Give an episode or two a try, and, and see how you feel about it. And again, let me know if I'm wrong, or if I'm right, or if you agree or disagree. And it's all good from there. But by all by by all means, I really do encourage people to check out new things, try new things. Let's let's get out of our comfort zones a little bit, and uh, we'll have a conversation about it down the road and see where we all end up. And That's all I'm saying about that. Alright, we're going to get out of here. One a final reminder, please make sure you're following us on social media at TomCastPodcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomCastPodcast at gmail.com. I have not plugged this enough, but we do have a Facebook page going. I'm not the world's biggest Facebook, pan, Facebook fan, uh, but until we get a more dedicated website plan figured out for the two shows, Facebook pages are the way to go. So we have that for the TomCastPodcast and for MandaVision as well. So by all, means, by all means, please check those out and give us a like. So that uh, you're getting all the updates on your Facebook feed if you're if you're into the Facebook. Re- remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Audible, Amazon, and so many, many more. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please five star reviews. One of the best and easiest ways to support the show, help spread the word, and help us defeat the algorithm. All right. Once again, we do have to thank the official members of Pophead Nation because they are the bestest, greatestest, peopleist on the planet. You can sign up at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPodcast. Join the nation and gain access to bonus content. Thank you to the Aspenil Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, co of The Ring and Ear. Check out that music-based podcast. You'll love it. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista, Pryor brewing company, right here in San Diego, California, and coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. And of course, the Beer Hot Brigadier General, Jesus beer hops. Thank you all so much for being the official members of Pophead Nation. You are the best, and we couldn't, we wouldn't be here without your support. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, time to close out the show. We're gonna be back with a big megapod next week. I suspect it'll be clo- pushing the two hour range when I got th- when I get the the boys from the CoSG podcast to hang out, and uh, we're breaking down one of my favorite pieces of, of pop culture history. And uh, I'm 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 a little concerned. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little worried. I don't know what the boys are going to say <laughs> if they agree with me in my love for this particular uh, film or if, if uh, they're going to give me a hard time for a couple of hours. We're, we'll find out. It's going to be a good time. So until then, you all take care. Take care of each other. Be smart. Be safe. Be the best. And ciao, babes.
1: Drop it now! Who are you? Identify yourself!
0: Who, me? I am just an ordinary junker. But there is one name you may know me by. fan of your work. What are you doing here? That was not the reaction I was expecting.
1: So the tribe drops its third straight on this trip, 6-1 to one to the Rangers. For the Indians, one run on, let's say one hit. That's all we got, one goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.
0: We're not going to be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions! Yeah!
1: I'm a big fan of your beer too.